0: Welcome to the Icons of Real Estate. I'm Tim Calloway. We have a very special guest for you today, Andrew Holmes uh, with uh, Build Your Empire. He is going to talk about his upcoming event on November 18th through the 20th, both on location and virtually. Andrew, how are you? I'm doing
1: great, man. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, no worries. Uh, Excited to hear about your upcoming event. Uh, but before we do that, hey, why don't you uh, kind of give us a breakdown on how you got started in real estate? And uh, I've read a, i have read did, did a little due diligence on you, so I, you know, I heard, I read a little bit about your background. But I think for the listeners, they'd love to hear that as well. It's a good story.
1: Sure. So basically, it started as a real estate agent at the age of 19 uh, till about 32. Uh, always wanted to invest, uh, but uh, I got in the kind of running on the treadmill as a real estate agent. Right. And in 2008, when the market crashed, when everybody was running for the hills, I started doing flips. So 2008, nine, 10, uh, I did flips and then realized that I had given up one treadmill, which was the commission treadmill yeah. for a flipping treadmill. <laughs> and you know. And so in 2011, January of 2011, started buying rental properties. And uh, over the years, uh have accumulated a large portfolio of uh rentals so at this point um i'm somewhere around like net cash flow about 115000 net a month in uh rental cash flow and so now the next goal is to get from 110 net cash flow to about 250 a month in net cash flow so that's kind of the next race
0: yeah nice so um you know there's a lot of uh, what do you, what do you say uh, we call it baptism by fire you know yeah. when when you uh, when you go from being a, a commission realtor to starting to either flip homes or uh, sometimes they even get in development uh, did you did you find a lot of pitfalls right away and, I, and I'm sure that's part of your experience and you share with people when you know when you do your events uh, a lot of pitfalls you ran into when you first started out or.
1: Um, you know, fortunately, um, I can't really say I made big mistakes because I was pretty—I um, was trained by a real estate uh, sales coach, I should say—not had nothing to do with flipping or anything—to be very numbers-oriented. So when right. I got into doing flips in 2008, especially, uh, I mean, I was pretty focused. I only did the medium price range in the suburbs, uh, everything below 350. Um, you know, in uh, no house more than 13, 1,400 square feet, anywhere from 850, square feet to 1,350. And I had that discipline. So even when a lot of people went belly up during 2008, 9, 10, yeah. Yeah. I, my business grew. So that was very fortunate. But the amount of work and stress it took to build a flip business, that was work than just being a real estate agent. I could make more money. Uh, I was doing pretty well as a real estate agent and what I realized was flipping was another job I had, took on, I had taken on like a real estate agent and I had zero net worth to show for it. Yeah. So it was just a, and that was my biggest problem was uh, that I had gone from making no money to making good, decent money. And then the fear was, oh my God, how do I keep up with this rat race every year, year in, year out? And I'm 32 and I'm, I can't be any more motivated because I'm motivated out. So that was kind of the transition that I wanted net worth and I wanted cash flow, so.
0: Perfect. So uh, tell me about your uh, upcoming event, November 18th. Well, you know, what, what, what will we be learning? What's the premise of the event? Walk me through that.
1: So, I mean, the premise of whatever I do is that, uh, there's only one thing that counts, and that is cash flow for all of us, right? If you're doing flips, it's great. Just understand you're running on a treadmill. We always, all of us have had to have a job or something else that creates money so we can meet day to day expenses, right? right? But what we all really need to uh, build towards is cash flow income. So basically, it's either you're doing a BERS strategy, I call it a 257 strategy, which is two years, five properties get them all paid off in seven, and build, scale up from there, or Airbnbs. So the event, all uh, of it is all about how do I find the right properties day one. Day two, we always, people who are there in person, we take them out on a bunch of buses to a bunch of properties. And these are not properties for sale. We're not selling anything to them. These are Airbnbs, and these are everyday bread and butter properties that anybody can accumulate. Right, So they got to touch, feel, see exactly what we do and how do we do it in such large volume. And that day it's all about building a, if you wanna build a flipping business, what does a business look like? Rather than, oh my God, I do big flips. I don't believe in big flips. I wanna do something very targeted, 900 square feet to about 13, 1400 square feet, and that's it. Because that's where you get the highest margin. And then day three is how do you stack and build a large portfolio, and how do you do it very profitably, right? So today uh, the focus has shifted a little bit. It's gone just from purely long-term holds to local Airbnb's, not Airbnb in exotic markets, but local in your market Airbnb's because they're four to six times as profitable and they're inexpensive to buy uh, in your local markets. So that's kind of the f- focus and. Uh, What has happened as a result of that, because we drink the Kool-Aid for cash flow. I mean, I I believe in it and everybody around us. We have a group of about 1,200 people uh, here that are out of Chicago, and they own close to about 18,000 plus rental properties, Wow! right? Uh, So that's something that we really, really, really hone in on, that we don't count your success as the flips you do. We count your success as the rentals that you accumulate if if that makes any sense
0: sure sure because that's ultimately what creates the cash flow and right. that's that's really why we're all involved right correct right. so so uh yeah good stuff man uh very good stuff now let me ask you your training if i were to join your training and i'm in uh you know southeast florida is it advantageous to me is it for everybody across the united states and the world or or is it uh chicagoland focused
1: So the basics work for everybody. Like we're in uh, Southwest Florida also. So we're doing duplexes, triplexes, new construction for, again, for Airbnbs and and the model we use in Chicago, it works everywhere. As the model is basically based on what we call LPN, which is your lifestyle property number. How many properties do you need to have a certain lifestyle? And then it goes area selection, property selection, Because the basics that work in Chicago, the same basics we use for Florida, same basics for Georgia, Tennessee, the basics are the basics. The question is, can you stick to a strategy, pick one, then stick to it, and now can you drive it at a very high pace? Right, right.
0: Fantastic. So let me ask you this. Um, It seems like you got a lot going on. You're you're, you're doing your own purchasing and uh, running your own business. And then, of course, you're doing the events. So if I were to stroll into town and go back to my old house over in Oak Park and I said, Hey, Andrew, let's, uh, let's go have some lunch, you know, and, and and we were just sitting down talking what, you know, as we're talking, what, what issues in your business right now, are there any issues that I could help with, or if I had a magic wand, I could, I could make better for everybody. What might that be?
1: I think the biggest, uh, as we speak about it today, uh, for all of us, I think the biggest challenge and uh, that provides the biggest opportunity today is uh, the changing market and which is your interest rates, right? right? Um, I mean, that's one of the biggest challenges yet. It's going to end up being uh, one of the biggest uh, kind of uh, you know gifts because now you can again renegotiate uh, numbers with sellers like no tomorrow, right? right. So uh, I think for anybody that is serious and if you're buying properties at a significant clip, one of the big challenges again is uh, interest rates so right. that's really the the big thing uh, but now we're negotiating 30 40 50 60 thousand down with sellers so
0: wow yeah that's nice Now, I, I assume in in your uh program you actually teach negotiation
1: skills absolutely yeah yeah big one hundred percent yeah yeah big part of it yeah. Yeah, big part of a big, it, big part of it is also um the biggest reason why I've been able to grow and why people are is because of private money, right? That was kind of the secret sauce that on the front end, who do you go to to get money when you don't know anybody? It's easy when you're experienced because everybody wants to give you the funds because you're confident. Number one, you have an actual business, but when you're brand new, nobody knows you, you may have great ideas, but how do you actually get private money? And so one of the biggest reasons why the numbers are as astronomical within the group as they are, because we're able to get private money within the group uh, to other people. So one real estate investor is giving the money to other real estate investor from their 401ks, from their self-directed IRAs, from all of that stuff. And that's been the secret sauce, because that's what you need initially until for some people, they can go to a hedge fund, they can go to a hard money lender, you right. know, so...
0: Well, and also because they kind of built some assets up, you know, they've got a little more stroke, right? A little more power uh, to go in there. Uh, question. I've always, you know, when I, when I talk to individuals that have so much success like you do and in, in um, actually purchasing homes and either flipping them or renting them out or Airbnb, whatever they might do, how many, how many homes is too much? And, and when I, and I mean that, like, you might think, well, none, you know, I mean, can you move forward, but Obviously, there's a cliff. You know, there's a point where, um, what do you recommend someone who walks into your program? They sit down in the seat, they interact, they get involved, they move forward, and they say, Okay, I just bought my first house. They're clapping, they're excited, right? They're getting real excited. Then what always happens, what I always found happens is they want to go out and do two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You know, they just now they're like, Oh, I just need to multiply times 100. You said at the top of the show, you know, one of the things you want to do is you know get more deals this coming year. That's, that's a big push for you. When you're just starting out, what do you recommend on number of deals, say in the
1: first year or two? So it's not the quantity quite frankly, it's the okay. quality, okay. right? It has nothing, like I'll give you an example. You can do 10 good single family rentals, right? 10 and every single month net out, net after expenses and zero in out of pocket, uh, 5,000 a month net right? And we can repeat this 100 times over. A lot of times what people will do is they'll trade quality of properties, meaning they'll go to a D area, Mm C minus area and say, oh my God, I got 10 houses. Well, I mean, uh, you know, having a small pile of crap and a bigger pile of crap is just a bigger pile (laughs) of crap, right? I mean, to me, there are three things that have to happen for what I would call a home run deal, right? So we stack it as home run deal, a great deal, a good deal, and then I don't want it right? So by a home run deal, what we mean is number one, your area has to be good. A, B area, B minus area is okay, right? Um, Number two, you have to have equity 25 to 30% after rehab, minimum. And this is what we're talking about for a rental property to keep, right? Then on top of that, you need a cash flow. So whatever your total amount collected is, we like to see 450 to 500 net cash flow after expenses, right? Right. Um, And then we want a DCR of 1.33. So if all those three things hit, right, and you don't have cash out of pocket to be able to do that transaction, meaning you bought it, rehabbed it, refinanced it, got it out, and it's a B or A or B area, that becomes a great quality property. So it's not how many is good. Up to 15 to 20 properties, uh, the way we do it, because we only do Three to four year leases, excuse okay. me, two to three year leases. Okay. We don't do any yearly leases at all. So then uh, the turnovers are very low. Our average turnover is 4.4 years, 4.5 years is our average turnover, right? So, and we don't get that many tenant calls because again, it's quality of property and it's good tenant selection, right? So anybody can buy properties in crappy areas. That's right. not a skill set right? The skill set is, can you buy great locations, great equity, good cash flow, and then over time have the discipline not to take that money and go play with it is to do heavy paydowns or buy more good quality properties, right? I mean, and that requires a little bit of a discipline. Uh, To me, it's a five-year run. Honestly, for somebody really to have some net worth that a couple of years, you can get to five or 10, 15,000 net cash flow a month after expenses. Right. But if you truly want independence, right, in real estate, it's going to take you five years. And I mean, I've believed this that if you take care of real estate for the first five years, real estate will take care of you for the rest of your life. Yeah. But the foundation, which is the first five years, is really critical, right? Uh, there's no such thing as quick get you know, get rich quick. I mean, if you knew right. know something ethical, moral, and legal where you can get rich quick, please let me know, right? right? I've been looking since the beginning Online. of time, right? right. Uh, yeah, I mean, there is, can you quicken the process? Yes, but what you can't do is you can't shortcut it, if that makes any sense.
0: Sure, oh no, for sure. There, uh, everybody wants a shortcut, everybody, right? right? Uh, do you recommend getting a, a property manager right away or, or do you recommend, no. do you self Manage the properties.
1: I mean, I personally believe until fifteen or twenty properties, okay. you need to learn a little bit uh, okay. because once you learn the process, it's really not that difficult, right? Now, once you start getting to thirty and forty, the property management is not as tough. What is tough becomes is a pieces of it: opening the bills, making sure all mortgages are paid, all the other BS that goes with, you know, secretarial work. You can call it, right? Right. It's like um. Uh, if you're getting too many calls from a tenant because your toilets are stuck and this is the typical stuff people think, you made a mistake, right? In terms of property selection, in terms of setting it up, in terms of pool of tenants, right? right. So, um, but the biggest thing that becomes a big hassle is just being able to pay that many bills, to be able to, uh, you know, open that much mail, all those types of things, especially if you're doing something else, right? right? You're not doing anything else for God's oh, hey. sake, right? Yeah, Yeah. It's a two, three hours of work a day, right? If yeah. that. So okay. uh, even with 30, 40, 50 properties, it's not that big a deal.
0: Yeah, makes sense for sure. So if, if someone wants to uh, you know, come to your presentation, uh, your event on the 18th, how would they find it? How would they find out about the event, Andrew?
1: They go to okay, and uh, they can register. Right. So it's simple, com. Fantastic,
0: fantastic. Absolutely. Well, we're, we're kind of winding down to the, the bottom of the show. Uh, what I always like to do is give my guests an opportunity in the last uh, you know, one, two, three minutes, kind of uh, talk about uh, whatever they feel compelled. Maybe we missed something in the show that they want to talk about. Uh, the floor
1: is yours. Right. So I mean, all I would say to people, uh, if you're listening is guys, today there's no lack of information, right? You have more information, Podcast like this, there's so much information. The biggest issue is you have to pick one and then you have to stick to it, right? And you have to stick to it, meaning you become no, none of us can know everything there is to know. There's too much. And the more you learn, the more you realize how little we all really know, yeah, right? right? And so I think what you have to do is decide one thing. And for a lot of people, it's like, oh my God, I'm going to go do multi. God bless, go do multi, right? But then become the best at it. Don't just follow people because, oh my God, I bought a 500 unit building. That's not what it is. What you feel, To me, my challenge to you is this that if you're going to invest in real estate, investing means two things. One is over time, you need to have net worth. And number two, every single month, you have to have a growing cash flow. Just to do transactions for the sake of transactions, meaning flips or buying multis over two, three years, uh, moving them out. It's great to get those infusions of cash, but that is not building true wealth. The challenge for you should be is, hey, can I build true wealth? And the last thing I'll just say is this, that some people count their wealth in the size of the house they live in or in the type of car they drive, right? I tend to count my wealth in the number of properties I own that other people live in, because that to me is true wealth. So yeah. having said that, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity.
0: Andrew, thanks so much for being on the program today. If you're out there, either in Chicagoland or even if you want to do a virtual, uh, definitely go to andrewholmesevents.com, check it out, sign up. I think it'd be well worth the time spent. Andrew, I'll catch up with you the next three, six, nine months and see how things are going.
1: Definitely well, bud. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Have a great it. day.
0: Bye-bye. Bye-bye.